True wisdom, new home ministries. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast from True Wisdom New Hope Ministries with Dr. Apostle James Lorenzo Rutledge. We are taking this word from the city to the state to the nation and to the world. We invite you to come and go with us. It says I have power and that power makes me a what? Witness. So why? Girl, you can't witness in them people. Eh, you don't even know what they're going to be saved. Can I ask a question? I want to meddle in a minute. Just, just to uproot some stuff. Did not Jesus, our Savior, slap Paul the whole yeah. Now, I, I, I got to ask a question. Did anyone in the scripture, before Jesus slapped Paul off that horse, did it tell you Paul wanted to be saved? What we have forgot is God had a plan for Paul's life. And when the appointed time come, Paul had to answer that. So who, who told you that so-and-so couldn't be saved? Because if you read Paul's history, it will tell you Paul ain't got no business being saved. See, now y'all want to play church. Now look at y'all want to be deep in everything. Let's stop fed. Let's stop being deep and be real for 33 seconds. Let's stop lying to one another. He was a killer and a murderer. He killed more Christians than anybody else. And you mean to tell me that he gonna be saved? Even when Paul got saved and Jesus sent him to people, they were what of Paul? Scared of him. Now, let's just say Paul killed 30 people. And you met a person that have killed 30 people. You're going to say they could be saved. No, what you're going to say is God can save anybody. Shabbaha, and take off. You know that's what we say. Look at y'all playing church. We be in reverse. God can say, pray God for you. He gonna get, he, he gonna say, God got you. Yes, yes, he got you. Uh-uh, he done killed 30 people. I ain't finna be 31, uh-uh. But God, wow! Time for you to be saved. If we would move the stigma of who Pentecostal could reach and just study the text of the scripture, you'll find out Pentecost can reach anybody. Sometimes it amazes me when people get up and preach about out of the books that Paul wrote and they preach about Paul and I listen sometimes and they give all these accolades to Paul. And I'm saying now, but your brother that went to jail only killed one person. And you don't allow him the time to be saved. But you want to preach about a mass murder. Because if you study the text of the scripture, Paul
mask. And God forgave Paul. So what holy what Oh, I know I'm gonna catch it for this one. I'm gonna get all kind of uh but it's the seal in the book. I'm gonna get all kind of bad tweets. It's alright. My back beat is wild enough. But we'll look at each other in the church. Mm-mm. What you did? Uh-oh. Mm-mm. 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 If God can save them, he can save anybody. He did save anybody. Say so y'all don't want that. I'm talking about Pentecost. We're denying salvation to people that have made mistakes, but we preach about preachers who have made mistakes, and we base our foundational teaching on preachers that have fell short and made mistakes. But when we get to the church, we cannot look at our brothers and sisters and say, one day that's going to be a preacher. And they come on, somebody. One day that's going to be a preacher. With all the mistakes they have made, one day. One day, that's going to be a preacher. I was riding with somebody, it ain't funny, but I'm going to tell you. And it was a young lady. She was on the cold, huh? and they sped up. Said, uh-uh, that's a prostitute. Shoo! Spirit Lord now, watch the Holy Ghost. See, y'all would have drove by Rahab. Uh-oh, praise. Blessed be the Father. No, you'd have drove by her. The person that helped you got the promised land, you'd have drove by them. How quiet y'all in Would you talk to David? Huh? A murderer. And God still raised him. I'm talking about Pentecost. The power to bring righteousness. The power to bring deliverance. The power to bring healing. The power. See, so we got the tongues good. And Bishop, we dance good. You know, we, we were born with rhythm. You know, we, 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 we can dance. Most of us can get it. Oh, now y'all look at say. You let me get the right music in here. Tell DJs. Come on, while y'all playing church. You done fell all over the top of each other. Quit playing church. No, no, don't do it. Please. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
done tore my tails or done fell all on top of people and rolling. Come on, so look at y'all looking sad. But when the last time you took that power that you shot with and went witnessing? When the last time you took that power that you shot with and preached a salvation message? I was talking one time, one of the young men, they was giving me a list of all kind of stuff. And if anybody knew me, I'm not a list person. I don't, I don't want to hear all that stuff because it don't matter. I said, do you, do you accept Jesus as your personal savior? They said, yes, sir. I said, okay, then all this be done. Now, what I'm going to now to do is instruct you when the enemy attacks you on how to live right. I don't care what you did until because you have accepted him as your what? Savior. You have accepted him as your what? Deliverer. So my job is to instruct you how to stay there so you can get what God have. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Did y'all study? Let me see how I can say this with great wisdom. Did y'all study the fight that Paul and Peter had? That everywhere, if Paul told them they didn't need to be baptized or circumcised, if they were saved, Peter would come behind them and tell them you need to be baptized. Did y'all read that? That's the church now. We find fault still to being good teachers. It wasn't nothing wrong with telling them, okay, you need to be baptized. It wasn't nothing wrong with that. Why you just didn't come behind Paul and baptize him? Why did you have to criticize him? Baptize him. Some of y'all got saved. We didn't have no baptism pool. We had some zipper here, water, praying over. You got saved and joined the church. Come on, somebody. We, we throw some zipper here, water on you and believe God that you was what? Baptized. We didn't have time to get to the pool yet. baptism service we what baptize but we're not concerned about the soul I remember see when I came up ministers was honest uh oh Pastors told the truth. And I remember getting baptized and came up out the baptism pool because at that time, <laughs> see, some of y'all now we got a pool. But years ago, I probably shouldn't tell this because no, we dug a, see, they dug a hole in the ground. Look at y'all that got saved again. See, y'all don't know about real baptism. Y'all got pretty clean water. We want to be saved. So they dug a hole in the ground. We was on the gospel tent. And they dug a hole on Sugar Hill in Gainesville, Florida. And they dug a hole. Yeah, they filled it with water. Look at y'all. What the world? 
Okay, ready? I'm gonna tell you what to work on. I got same at same T. I ain't left him yet. And it's going on 40 years. Oh, 45. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And they said, whoosh. And we came up out of there. Huh? And he said, now that you are baptized, now the battle begins for your soul. Now you must know how to fight the enemy. Because he's not going to want you saved now. Because now you have what? You're coming out of your what? Flesh and moving towards south. And can I tell you something? Most people get caught because we don't tell them about the battle after baptism. Because yeah. everything, Bishop, that I ever struggle with after baptism, Lord, have mercy. I wasn't prepared but I had good mentors and teachers and the mothers would surround us and begin to instruct us how to rebuke the enemy as he attacked our minds and how he attacked our thoughts and how he attacked our what ways because we were trying to live what holy and holiness at that time and I don't know about was a fight Because everything that you used to do. See, I'm talking about Pentecost. Not just getting them baptized. But walking with them after baptism. Helping them get saved after baptism is over. Understanding that baptism is the first step. We used to do something called Terry. And they used to make us get to the altar. And we would say, come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. But after we got up and said, he shot ta ta mother would say, now come here. Let me teach you how to walk in it. They guided us. They became mentors and teachers upon this thing called Pentecost. And it allowed them to raise up sons and daughters that kept this message going. That when they went on to be with the Lord, huh, when they got in their 80s and 90s and closed their eyes and left this world, they had a seed that was behind them that could keep going so that the gospel would not die. They raised up children. That walked like they walked. Apostle, why, what does that have to do with Pentecost? What did Jesus tell them? When I leave, I'm going to send you a comforter. But you have to meet in this room. And all y'all have to be on one accord in order for this comforter to come. Because Jesus understood something that the church has forgotten. When you get saved and give your life to God, 
you need a comforter because your flesh is going to go to war with you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Y'all, your flesh is going to fight against you being saved. Now, y'all can play church if you want. And y'all can't pretend like that don't happen. It's okay. But I'm not going to raise up a generation that don't understand that, that when you get saved, there is a battle. There is a fight. Oh, Lord. Y'all got them sanctified looks. I'm, I'm finna quit. And we don't teach people that. So there's no longevity anymore in salvation. We don't teach people, okay, now that you have confessed Christ as your Savior. Everything you ever did, he's going to bring back to you to make you feel unworthy and make you feel like God cannot use you. We don't teach that. So you get folk in the church crying. And you say, babe, what's wrong with you? Well, when I, well, before I was saved, and we never teach them that that's going to be a fight. So, then if we was not supposed to teach that, then why did he say a comforter? What does a comforter do? He comforts you. When do you need comforting? When you're going so I'm going to send you something that's going to comfort you while you are going through to help you what get through more people will come back to Christ if we could teach that your thoughts don't mean you have failed God. What we have failed to teach them is to cast down your imagination. So their faults become the thing that separate them from what? God. Well, you thought it. So? 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 The mama say love hides. See how quiet the church got then? Oh, Lord. I might need to preach love because, boy, y'all got real sanctified quiet then. I said, uh, multitude of. See, why is that saying so low? That's the foundation of true salvation. How do you know you have passed from death to life when you have love for the If you see your brother has fallen or got caught in something, you're supposed to restore him with love and What happened to that? What happened to that? We we have the Holy Ghost. We have the one power. And just imagine if we would take that power and use it for what God meant for it to be used for and start reaching out to the broken, start reaching out to the lost, start reaching out to the downtrodden, start reaching out to the broken hearted, 
And start also, this is another thing. We need to reach out to people. Bishop, now this way we finna get some frown. That have left the church. Because see, they need to come home. And the only way they're going to come home is through love and kindness by you. Get ready to close. Prophet Porter asked us a question one time. He said, because he was teaching our class, he said, Do y'all love me? And everybody in the class, of course, you know, we're going to say yes, yes. And everybody said, Yes, we love you, Prophet Porter. So, what if I tell y'all? What if I tell y'all I fell down? Would you still love me? Yes, Prophet Porter. Yes, Prophet, we'll still love you. Yeah, shout out Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. Okay. I went to the club last night. <gasps> now watch Prophet Porter. He said, now, nah. and everybody talking about, ooh. He said, now nah, all y'all dummies was with me last night. How did I go to the club? We are lucky Not for the good We had a shed in He didn't go to no club But the people that were in the class That's when we was in Gainesville, Florida. I probably was 18, 19, way back then. Do you understand what God is saying about Pentecost? It's the movement, it's the spirit that our churches was birthed up under. It's the spirit that brought apostles and prophets, and teachers and evangelists back into the what earth that men might be saved until we all come into the unity of the faith for the perfecting of the saints of God. That's what Pentecost is on about. Not the sound. Not the hollow, not the dance, but the salvation of man. That's what it's about. The salvation that we can bring a message of salvation and men might be saved. Come on, somebody. Come on, give God a clap for Come on, somebody. Come on, give God a clap for Come on, give God a clap for Come on, give God a clap praise. Come on, give God a clap praise. We love him. We're called according to his purpose. Come on, give God a clap praise. To wisdom.
New Hope Ministries. That's right. We're back. True Wisdom, New Hope Ministries, International Development Churches, EPC, under the Dr. Apostle James Lorenzo Rutledge, invites you to come out and worship with us every Sunday at 1130 a.m. and our Friday night live service every Friday at 8 o'clock p.m. We're located at 1477 Capital Circle Northwest here in Tallahassee, Florida. We invite you to come and watch God give the increase in your life.